Okay, is Sasha here from Grown and Opinionated? Um, he had a cracked his mic on this Tuesday afternoon. Yesterday was the holiday for um, indigenous people, so we took a little break. Um, but I'm back. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today, and I'm not going to be too long, but uh, we have DJ Envy again weaponizing mental illness. And um, from my understanding, he's still on a breakfast club with Charlemagne, and Charlemagne still sits next to him um, day after day. The reason why this is a problem is because Charlemagne is supposed to be, Charlemagne the God on the Breakfast Club is supposed to be a mental health awareness advocate. And most people know that within our community for minorities, the one reason why a lot of people suffer in silence with mental illness and do not say anything is because they don't want it to be weaponized against them later on. We've all heard the jokes or back in the days where people say, oh, well, you know, she get a check or something, um, trying to insinuate that that person was, that that person has a mental illness or whatever, intellectual disability, which, girl, let me tell you, most of the people saying that they, they the ones getting them or they need to. But they also... Um, have this thing like, oh, go take your pills, or, well, you know she's on pills, or things like that. And the whole issue is that while white people, and I don't know any other way to say it, but white people were more comfortable with dealing with mental illness and taking medication and um, getting treatment for these things, we were not. And as a result, a lot of us, especially black men, it ended up in... um prison because they were not treating their mental illness, um, suicidal, homicidal, all of these different things because we were scared to be treated for these mental illnesses just because of the things that um, DJ Envy is doing now. Now, um, I think it's childish and corny, number one, because we're all grown. Envy is not 20-something. He's a grown-ass man with grown-ass kids. So to attack someone for something like that is just really corny, in my opinion. Yet, this is, like I said, this is the second time. So the first time we saw it is he did it with Tyrese and was like, oh, you were on psych meds, and that's why we left you alone, and you and your psych meds. And he kept going on. And even then, people were saying, like, Charlemagne, you are a mental health awareness advocate. You for you to sit by while he is doing while he is doing this is it's kind of a problem. It's kind of a problem because you can't stand on one platform and say, you know, healing your mental health, um, heal childhood trauma. This stuff is important. And then have someone be humiliated and embarrassed because they were on psych meds at some point and you just stand by and and say or do nothing. This weekend, um Envy for whatever reason, well I know the I know the reason. Let's be clear. Um the credit dude who is one of the guys that I guess was working with Caesar Pena and did credit repair, he came out and flat out um accuses Envy of Payola. And why payola, well, first I guess we need to describe what payola is. Payola is where you pay someone um, 
in this instant on the radio to either play your song or promote something you're doing and they don't disclose that they are being paid for it. So, for example, if um, I'm, I'm MC Sasha and I have this track and I think it's fire, but it's whack. And I say, hey, Envy, can you play my, my song during your people mix? And I put $10,000 um, on top of the song and he takes the $10,000 and plays the song and he doesn't disclose, hey, I've been paid $10,000 to play this song. Then that's payola. So what the credit dude is saying is that there was a form of payola because when they when Envy approached him and his business, I guess he was working with Caesar Pena and um, helping people fix up their credit so that they can participate in. Um, oh, sorry about that. And the mortgage services that they were offering, we're going to call them services um, until further notice. And I. Th- think that he was like, oh, well, he's the ones who's doing the credit. And the credit dude says in his live, um, you can go watch it, that Envy and, and Caesar came and say, how many clients do you have? How much business are you doing a month? When he told them, they were like really impressed with what he had going on. And Envy said, and they said, oh, well, Envy wants to help you out. And he's going to come into your business. That He's going to take 25% of your business. And in exchange for the 25% of the business, he would promote the business on the breakfast club. And he would bring the credit dude up there like he brought Caesar, which um, I don't know if the FCC or whoever is looking into it, but that may be also another form of payola because um, I don't even watch the breakfast club like that unless someone tells me to. And I can count um that Caesar Pena was on there about three times. At least. At least he was on there about three times within these recent years. And since Envy was doing business with him and he was coming up in that regard, there may be payola. I don't know what type of business Envy had going with him, but what the credit I mean it may also be payola on Caesar part. But for the credit dude, he is definitely describing payola. He said, he gave me no money to get into my business. He said, I'm going to take 25% of your business. And the reason why is because, oh, my God, hold on. (laughs) Well, the reason why is because the value I'm going to add to your business. I don't know if any of you watched Shark Tank before or if you still do. I used to love it. We used to watch it as a family and everything. And Mr. Wonderful would kind of do these deals where he's like, um, he would like take an astronomical amount of their business. And he's like, look, because once I come into your business, your the value is going to go up because of what I'm going to bring to your business. So you should be happy to have me. And that's why I'm not going to give you that much money up front. So Envy basically had his own um, shock tank in Patterson with these guys. And he told him, like, look, give me, you're going to give me 25% because I'm going to bring so much value to your business that it's going to be worth me having 25% that I need that interest so it makes it worth my time. Now, um, from my understanding, DJ Envy spins records, or he alleges that he spins records on The Breakfast Club. Um, I haven't seen him spin any records, and Charlemagne has been very clear that the people mix that he keeps asking us to call in so he could play what song we want 
is pre-recorded. So, but this is what he's supposed to do, and he's a on-air personality. Um, not a credit repair person. I don't have any information, and per everything that's out there, that he was in the credit repairing business. So, this led, I think this lends credence to what the credit dude is saying, because he's saying that the value he was going to bring is that he was going to promote, got credit, and the credit dude on the breakfast club, and he was going to bring me up there like he was bringing Caesar up there to promote his business. That is a problem because I I haven't watched the Credit Do interview, and I will go back and do it Um, just, you know, because I do this for y'all. I will go back and do it, but I doubt that Envy disclosed on there, hey, guys, I have a 25% interest in this business. Um, this is my guy, the credit dude who I'm in business with. I have a 25% interest and that's why he's up here and he's the best. Go ahead and promote your business. I doubt he did that. And I doubt that iHeart would have allowed him to do it in that way because they also know the problem with that, which I think that early on, a lot of people were saying that iHeart may be, um, involved in this litigation very soon and with, um, the credit dude going off and saying about this payola thing, yeah, it looks like it because he was up there and it seems like they, you know, that they were promoting, they weren't promoting his business. He was up there because of envy. He was allowed to reach way more people than he would have been allowed to reach if he was just in um, uh, Patterson, New Jersey or wherever he's from. Um, and doing Instagram, I'm sure, you know, he said he had a successful business already, but the amount of people he would have reached on iHeartRadio and through the Breakfast Club where Envy says that they were, I believe when Dame Dash came up there, he said they were on 50 markets or something like that. So now he's going nationwide. It's no more local credit due. He's nationwide and it's all thanks to Envy. I doubt um, Charlemagne knew about him. I doubt, you know, it was anything like this. He literally got up there because Envy had a 25% business interest in his business. Um, is there a way that Envy could have shielded himself away from this? Of course. First of all, he could have disclosed that he had this interest in the business and say, listen, I have a 25% interest in this business, and this is why he's up here. Um or he could have not brought him up there. He could have did the little Instagram posts like people do and the other things and not brought him up there. And I think that once he did that, that became the problem. Now, that's one issue, and that may be a bigger issue. So all of this fraud and the investor thing and all of this, that's one thing. He can really go to jail for this payola Um there's cases about it where radio DJs actually went to prison for payola. And that was like back in the days um, it was rampant with that. Now, my problem with Envy, other than all the other problems I have with Envy, including his beigeness, is that he keeps weaponizing the mental health. So in that, he was saying uh, when he went, after the credit dude made his post, what Envy say is... Um, he's shaking his head, and sometimes when you see someone having a mental breakdown, you just have to step back. So he's basically saying that the credit dude is only making these allegations now because he's having a mental breakdown. Not because it's true, 
not because DJ Envy is now suing him um, because he's saying season, he sent all these cease and desist because he doesn't want his name muddy, but that because he has mental illness. Now, I don't know the credit dude's um, health uh, at all. I don't know if he has mental illness or not. I don't know if he's having a mental breakdown, but I know that that's not the way that you should, that Envy should have addressed that because he could have easily just addressed what um, the credit dude was saying. He could have easily said, listen, he's lying and here are the facts. Here's the formation documents and incorporation documents for the credit dude or got credit LLC. I'm nowhere on here. No company I own is on here. Um, so that's him saying that I took 25% is just a flat out lie. Tell him to show some receipts or some, um, cancel checks that I cashed where he was paying me. Um, and then go into what he's saying about this payola. Was that part of the agreement? Did you invest in his business or was that the investment was that you were going to get him on iHeartRadio and in the 50 markets? Why not just address those things? Why not address the fact that he's saying you can't make your wife come or you're a B-I-T-C-H? Why not address those things without trying to attack his mental health? He never addressed what the credit dude said. All he said was that he's having a mental um, health breakdown. And that's supposed to be enough for us to discredit the credit dude. Why? Why? I haven't seen the credit. I don't know the credit dude personally, um, but you were vouching for him. You had people sending him money to fix their credit and things like that. You were vouching for him when he was on the Breakfast Club. So why would I believe that now he's some type of liar or fraudster? And he's never been accused. Let's be clear. Through all of these allegations with Cesar Pena and DJ Envy, the credit dude has not been accused of doing anything fraudulent. He has come out with his claims against Cesar Pena um, about him ripping him off or whatever. And I, I already told y'all my opinion about the Cesar Pena thing. I think this guy got really in over his head. And um, had he just really just been really clear and clean and said, this is an investment. You take a, a risk. You may lose your money. He would not even be here. Um, in this situation. So I, I don't want to like, I'm not caping for a C's opinion because I don't know all of the facts, but that's just my opinion on it. And I really don't want to get into that. Cause like I said, I don't know what he's doing, but the credit dude has never been accused. Envy again, never addressed anything that he said after making that post about him having a mental health breakdown. He then says, Oh, he, he posts these texts because now he has receipts. When Tyrese asked him for the receipts of what he said to his wife, he didn't have any. And he also used Tyrese's mental health um, to kind of skate out of taking accountability for what he did to Tyrese. And he's doing it here. He posted the text messages and um, the credit dude like, yeah, you you know what? You're 100% right. I probably wouldn't be here without you. You really helped me. Um, this and this and that and all of these other things, which I'm sure at that moment he was telling his truth because if you have a local business doing credit repair in Patterson, New Jersey, and DJ Envy brings you up on the Breakfast Club when the Breakfast Club was hot, not now, when it was hot, when it was smoking hot, he brings you up there. When Dame Dash came up there, I think in 
oh lord, this was like seven years ago, but I still watch this video on a regular basis today. That's just like my motivational thing. Um, you bragged about being on it, 50 markets and this and that. So I'm sure by now you're on way more markets than 50. So of course, of course that changed his business and helped him out greatly. I'm, I'm definitely sure that that did. And, but Envy, you profited from that because you're a 25% business owner in that business. So now, why is that the receipts that you want to approve and say like, Oh, but you were thanking me before. Yes, you helped him. He thanked you. Now, you're suing him, and now he's becoming aware that, A, you're using me as a scapegoat when all I thought we were, I thought you were helping me, and all I did was brought you on to my successful business. I don't know. This just, I was going back and forth on the YouTube streets this weekend about it because I'm like, he did not make this man. There's no way he made this man because this is not, and which Envy could have very well have done. Envy could have went to Patterson, New Jersey, North New Jersey, Jersey City, New Jersey. He could have went to any place and found someone doing credit repair and said, okay, I'm going to make you this, this big star of credit repair. Or he could have went to these hoods and not even found someone doing credit repair. He could have just said, hey, like uh, Credit Dude said, he made him hire his assistant, which this is not something that's unusual. When um, people have businesses and things like that, they kind of put their people on payroll somewhere so they don't have to pay them out of pocket and so that they can say, you know, they're getting paid from the business and you write it off, whatever. So it's just something that people do. They hire them on one of their businesses. But he could have got his assistant and said, you know what? You're going to be a credit repair person. We're going to call you the credit uh, do that, I guess, is the female version. Um, and we're going to trademark these things and you're going to do credit repair. I'm going to bring you up here. Credit repair can't be but so difficult to figure out because there's millions of them. You're going to study it real quick and then you're going to come up here and I'm going to make you that person. Now, if he had done that, then yes, you made that person because they weren't doing credit repair. You put them into that. You got them on. You did everything. Yes. The credit dude was already doing it. He was already doing it. So you could not have made him. You just could not have. But besides that, like I said, I get. let me get back to the question because I just was really, I don't know, this whole DJ Envy thing, like I said, my opinion is different from everybody else's. I think that D DJ Envy is, you know, he put himself in this position, but I think that Caesar and them, they just really got over their head and really didn't know what they were doing or the business and didn't protect themselves. That's it. I don't, I never think, well, that's just me. I'm never going to say someone's a bad guy unless I can have proof of them saying, hey, we're going to rip these people off and we don't care. I'm never, I'm just not going to be that. I give people the grace that I would want them to give me. And I hope you all do the same. But my problem is about him weaponizing the mental health. Oh, my God. Let me bring it down. Now they need to have a dark skin meter for me going crazy on these beige people. But I'm going to bring it down. So my thing is that how much longer are we, as the listening public, going to allow Charlemagne to sell us mental health awareness 
and that he's this advocate on one hand, and then every morning go up to the show with someone who's weaponizing mental health, and he's not doing or saying anything. Now, I don't know if he addressed it yet, but I know that these comments were made this weekend. Charlemagne had his mental health awareness um, expo. I was supposed to go with a friend, but um, I didn't go. And I'm kind of, I don't want to say like that because people are like, oh, you know, um, Charlemagne was a fraud with all of this. He just found something to hook his, how you say, hook his reel to that was like this thing that, you know, pushed him forward and made him stand out from everyone else in this area because he was a black man pushing mental health awareness. I don't be- I, I I hope and don't believe that it was that. Um it appeared that he really cared about it, but I think it's just another another example of why he needs to leave the breakfast club. He cannot continue to be on this platform with these shenanigans going on and then be <laughs> promoting mental health awareness. So my question was, and I posted in his comments, um, hopefully he doesn't block me because I, I am, um, I guess some people will say I troll, but I, I, I studied Star from the Star and Buckwild Show, the Star Report, and I'm like objective with it though. I have these, these are actual questions that I have and I would like answered. I asked, like, when are you going to hold yourself accountable for that? How much longer can we support him when he's doing this? And Envy is literally doing the thing that you're promoting and you're fighting against, and he's doing it. And in in my opinion, um, well, this is all just my opinion. Well, some of it is facts because I got it from online. And shout out to Chick Smooth and everything because I watched his videos about it. But it's like, how can you say this is my brother? You stand up there with him on a platform. You sit next to him day after day, and he continues to do this. I I just don't get it. And I don't know how much longer we're going to allow it. So I guess that's another thing that gets me kind of um, get my engines going is that everybody, I mean, all minorities know and white people know too, is that they believe they could feed us shit. And we'll just eat it and keep eating it and then ask for more. That we don't, they don't have to hold themselves accountable or there doesn't need to be any standards when it comes to our media or anything like that because we just don't care or they can easily distract us with something else and we'll give up. Um, That was my position with the whole um, love and hip hop thing and the monkey comments. I was like, yeah, I I think that they thought they would be able to get away with it. And that's why they didn't edit it out. That's why they didn't bleep it out. That's why they showed it and did nothing to Erica after she said it, but only once we said anything. Because I really think that they thought that um, us... Black Americans and minorities, the same ones who let Yandy call Erica a monkey um, on earlier seasons of Love and Hip Hop, would allow Erica to call Spice a monkey and not say anything about it. Um, In that regard, I feel like... And I don't want to say... I don't know what his intent is, but it's starting... At some point, we just have to hold each other accountable. We have to hold each other accountable. And... Like I said, I don't know if Charlemagne is like, uh, they don't care. 
they they're not gonna say anything or um we could do a giveaway and they'll get over it or we could give somebody shocking donkey of the day and they'll get over it like what what's really going on but at some point i i'm saying we have to hold him accountable or we're going to put mental health um back where it was and this hasn't been that long ago i mean i'm 40 i would say maybe 20 years 15 years ago um minorities and even to this day i would say like a lot of black people would still shun at the idea of getting mental health treatment and things like that a lot it's getting we're getting a lot better but a lot even um with suicide and things like that and you hear people say oh black people we don't kill ourselves or we don't do this or we you know what i'm saying and i think that we're not far enough away from that for this to be promoted on the radio so if Charlemagne is not going to hold Envy accountable, I say we need to hold Envy accountable. And then if that's not enough, we have to hold iHeart accountable for allowing him to weaponize mental health awareness. I meant mental health, um, mental illness, sorry, not mental health, mental illness without any consequences. We need, a, we need something here. We need some, some accountability here from him because, like I said, this is now the second time he's done it. Y'all can let me know what y'all think um, in the comments. I didn't, I didn't think this would be a full uh, episode for the podcast. I was really trying to do like a quick snippet to put up on um, YouTube and Instagram. But, yeah, you see, my little dark skin meter was going crazy, crazy. But let me know what you think. Do you think that Charlemagne should say something or I don't want to say he should say something because he doesn't have to. But do you think that his position as a mental health advocate is being tarnished every day he sits next to DJ Envy while DJ Envy weaponizes mental illness? Do you think that there should be a push to hold Envy accountable for his weaponizing mental illness? And do you think that iHeart Radio, the people who broadcast The Breakfast Club in all of these 50, 60 markets should be held accountable for the things that um, Envy is saying about mental illness? And then you can also let me know what you think about the credit dude and his allegations against Envy. Do you think that Envy engaged in payola? Well, I guess your opinion about that, in my opinion, either really doesn't matter because it's a fact. This is what payola looks like and whether or not what credit dude is saying is true or not. If it's true, it's payola. If it's not, then no no harm, no foul. But you can let me know what you think about this whole um, situation. And like I said, I'm not... I'm giving everybody involved the grace. Well, except for Envy. You know I don't like him. Um... I'm giving everybody else involved the... I'm joking when I say... When I'm not giving him grace. I don't want y'all to take that seriously. But I'm giving everybody involved the grace that I would love for them to give me. Um, If I was in a similar situation and that I asked for people to give me every day and that I give myself. So... And I hope you give yourself the same amount of grace. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at grown underscore and underscore opinionated. I'm also on... YouTube, the channel is JMO about, 
everything. And um, I'll be up in the comment section. Sasha from Grown and Opinionated. Make sure you subscribe and follow the channel to watch the videos that I post up there. The podcast is available on Apple and SoundCloud. It'll be available on Spotify also. Um, all right, I'm out. Sasha out. See y'all next time.